You're listening to an opinion story on the audio version of The Taiyi. Thanks for listening. The Taiyi is a nonprofit newsroom that is funded by our audience. So if you appreciate this article and you'd like to help us do more, head on over to support.thetaiyi.ca and become a Taiyi builder. You choose the amount to give, and you can cancel any time. Please advise. What can we learn from the Royal Hospital Stays? By Steve Burgess, January 22, 2024. Editor's Note, Steve Burgess is an accredited spin doctor with a PhD in centrifugal rhetoric from the University of SASE, situated on the lovely campus of P.O. Box 7650, Cayman Islands. In this space, he dispenses PR advice to politicians, the rich and famous, the troubled and well-heeled, the wealthy and gullible. Dear Dr. Steve, There's been a spate of royal hospitalizations this week. King Charles III is undergoing a procedure for an enlarged prostate this week, and the Princess of Wales is resting after abdominal surgery. Does any of this hold implications for our own medical system? Signed. Knight Hospitaller. Dear Knight. Dr. Steve wishes the King and Princess, also known as Kate Middleton, rapid recovery. From all reports, the conditions are not too serious and should pose no obstacle to a full return to health. Naturally Dr. Steve was concerned and sympathetic upon hearing the news. The prospect of the king and princess spending hours in the ER, waiting to be seen, heartbreaking. They had each other to lean on, at least. However, after scanning news reports carefully, Dr. Steve can find no mention of an ER visit or a wait time. This is certainly happy news. It suggests a way forward for our system too. If kings and princesses breeze through the lineups for treatment, then that's what is required here. Why focus on getting more doctors and nurses? What we really need are more kings and princesses. Every man a king. Proclaimed Louisiana Governor Huey Long in 1934, and that should be our motto as well. Got a medical complaint? Take a carriage to the ER and decamp, ermine cape trailing, scepter in hand, crown perched at a jaunty angle, and decree for yourself a prostate exam. Or a prescription. Or a tummy tuck. Why not? You're a king-slash-queen-slash-princess. That makes it a top priority. There is another aspect of the recent royal medical conditions, the educational component. According to the BBC, Visits to the National Health Service page increased exponentially after the announcement of the King's procedure, many of them presumably searches for information about an enlarged prostate. That's a definite plus for public health awareness. And it's not just medical information either, the BBC story also contains a useful link headlined, What Does the King Do? We're learning every day. The nature of the Princess of Wales's medical procedure was not disclosed. Understandable from a privacy standpoint, but a pity when it comes to public education. Unlike the situation with the king, the curious will be forced to Google poisoned apple antidotes, back issues caused by pee under 20 mattresses, and kissing frogs, safe? But the increased awareness of medical conditions created by King Charles's prostate procedure holds tremendous potential. Why not expand the educational program? The king is not a young man and it would be perfectly plausible to have a royal condition of the month. February, king has plantar fasciitis, March, king seeks treatment for chronic IBS, April, 
king deals with annoying ear hair, etc. It would be like free medical school for a curious public. Political leaders have a role to play in public health, even if it is not by design. Sadly, misinformation can also result. Last week, a widely circulated photograph of Donald Trump showed strange red blemishes on his hand, and the hashtag hashtag syphilisdon began trending on Twitter slash X. This is unfortunate, as there is no evidence Trump's hand sores were caused by a venereal disease. It would be far more plausible to suggest the moral rot that long ago consumed Trump's soul is now blooming as skin lesions. We should avoid irresponsible speculation about STIs when it's probably just a case of catastrophic spiritual and ethical decay, eating away at Trump's fetid core from within. Although Dr. Steve, remember, is not a physician. Both Trump and Alberta Premier Danielle Smith have been instrumental in spreading nonsense and quackery concerning COVID prevention and cure. So it is helpful to have a monarch like King Charles undergoing routine medical procedures in an open and straightforward manner. Dr. Steve wishes both the King and the Princess of Wales a speedy recovery and swift resumption of their many duties. For a full description, Google. Thanks for stopping by the Tai today. Anytime you're in the mood to listen to important stories written well, we'll be here. And if you'd like to keep independent media going strong, head over to thetai.ca and click on the Support Us button to pitch in. Finally, big, big thank you to all of our Taiyi builders who made this story possible.